Hello, and welcome to the 25th episode of The Route, our school bus fleet content series. I'm Wes Platt, executive editor. In this episode, I'm going to recap some of the recent top stories on school bus fleet. Be sure to follow us on social media, click like on this and all our other videos and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Comments are always welcome. And if you get the chance, uh, please post who you are and where you're from, city, state, school district, wherever, so I can give a shout out in future episodes and say thanks for sticking with me so far in this new project. Okay, let's get rolling. Our first stop is the New York headquarters of the National Association of State Directors of Pupil Transportation Services, or NASDIPS. NASDIPS announced they're bringing back the illegal passing survey after a two-year break due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The survey, which is only possible with the cooperation of public and contracted school bus drivers across the country, opened in March and closes on May 27th. It aggregates data about illegal passing incidents when school buses are stopped and uh, they're dropping off or taking on uh, passengers. Are you on the fence about participating? Keep in mind that NASDIPS has indicated the organization will only make scholarships for registration and or travel cost to its annual conference uh, available to state directors whose states help with this survey and the annual Kansas Department of Education Loading Unloading Fatalities Survey. And why is this survey so critical? As NASDIP's Executive Director Ronna Weber puts it, since the advent of the survey, we have seen state initiatives to improve motorist education about school bus stopping laws. We've also seen changes in state legislatures to increase penalties, improve enforcement, and authorize the use of photo evidence to issue citations. You'll find a link to the NASDIP survey page in the details for this video. Next stop, north of the border to Canada, where right before Earth Day, organizations Equiterra and Green Communities Canada forged a new Canadian electric school bus alliance with the goal of accelerating the electrification of school bus fleets in that country. Canada has set a goal of attaining 100% zero emission medium and heavy duty vehicles by 2040. They've got 2.2 million children riding in a school bus fleet that's currently comprised of about 70% diesel-fueled buses. The CESBA is expected to produce new research and organize educational events. You may recall in episode 23 of The Route, we covered the Electric School Bus Collaborative, a similar initiative in the United States, which brings together the resources of the School Superintendents Association, the National Association for Pupil Transportation and the Association of School Buses, School Bus Business Officials International. What do you expect to come from these team efforts? Share your thoughts in the comments. Our next stop is Huntsville, Alabama, where Navistar, parent company of IC Bus, is working on a manufacturing plant to produce powertrains as part of their common modular system for trucks and buses. This modular system is expected to make it more efficient to handle cross-brand development and production. Navistar has invested more than $190 million in the facility since 2020 to accommodate increased manufacturing capabilities with an eye towards serving the North American market. And our final stop is Modesto City Schools in California. 
The, the Mobility House announced they've formed a partnership to provide smart charging and energy management for the school district, which was responsible for the largest single order of Bluebird electric school buses in the manufacturer's history. Modesto, with help from California's hybrid and zero emission truck and bus voucher incentive project, is spending $14 million on 30 electric buses <clears throat> to replace nearly half its diesel fleet. The charging infrastructure should break ground in June with the buses coming later this year. Said Tim Zierley, Associate Superintendent of Business Services for Modesto City Schools, our sustainability initiatives to reduce air pollution in our community are also an important step in introducing the next generation of students to cleaner transportation. I'm proud of Modesto City Schools for leading by example and becoming the first district in Stanislaw County to integrate zero emission buses into the school system. What do you think about the growing interest in zero emission school bus fleets? Chime in with a comment anytime. All right, it's time to park the bus for now. Thanks for watching as always. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell your friends about the route. Reach out to me by email at west.platt.bobbit.com. Tweet us at schoolbusfleet. Drive safely and see you next time on the route.